The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. I am Professor Snipe, and this is the Potterhood Podcast with Nico Wright and Will Poznan. You're here to enjoy the subtle science and exact art of podcasting. As there's a little foolish wand waving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. However, for those select few who possess the predisposition, enjoy the show. <laughs> Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the quarantine series of the Potterhood Podcast. I'm Nico White. I'm Will Posnan. Bro, we resort in Little Wayne just because we have to. Just <laughs> okay, because we cool. have to. They tried to break my heart yesterday, dog. They tried yeah. to break the heart of the kid. They came and they posted a picture Wayne going to visit Trump yesterday, right? Now, of course, I don't know when the man went to meet the man. That's none of my business, none of my beeswax, none of my personal concerns. But does that change my mind on where little Wayne would be sorted into, into um, excuse me, into Hogwarts? And the answer is not really. Okay. Because I don't I don't take you going for a meeting for a meeting with someone as a complete departure of your character, even if that person is Donald Trump. And I know that might shock some people to hear over the airwaves of the Podhood podcast. And you might even think I'm playing favorites, and I'm swear I'm not. My bias aside, besides the fact that Wayne is one of my top three favorite rappers, besides that, I think we need to get out of that type of hive mind, right? Yeah. Because I read the tweet that Wayne put out. And I don't know if my English isn't what I'm actually fuck that. I'm not going to beat around the bush on this. I disagree with a lot of people on this one. You know what I mean? Because they went and I ain't going to say they went hard on Wayne. I think Wayne's probably the most famous of the last couple of rappers that get this type of um, backlash, Mm -hmm. right? He's more popular than 50 Cent is. He's more popular currently than ice cube is right and in a weird way he might be more respected than both of them nah not more so than ice cube i don't think i don't think you can um out respect ice cube i think he's in that especially if you started after him i think he's in that class of like well i just think people so with 50 he's more respected because he had i mean because 50 doesn't always carry himself with like dignity 50 like yes 50 can be a little slimy with ice cube. Mm-hmm. He just is so much more known than ice cube right now. Like ice cube obviously has had probably the most successful entrepreneurial side projects of yes. like any rapper besides Dr. Dre, you know, like, and he wrote movies that he wrote movie franchises. He's like the Sylvester Stallone of rap, but yeah, a, he does a lot more behind the scenes stuff where Lil Wayne is just, more global again Nicki, Min- Nicki Minaj Drake True. 
he doesn't get he said himself it's funny how it happens right because he was just saying himself the other day you know they don't give him any credit as a record executive you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because drake and nikki are his artists yeah it's the part we forget you know what i mean but more so than that i i really thought that it was telling because this is what wayne tweeted quote just had a meeting with at real Donald Trump at POTUS besides besides what he's done so far of criminal reform. The platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. Yeah, that's the whole tweet. Here's my two problems with it, though. OK, shoot. First of all. And same thing with Ice Cube and with 50 Cent, it's a little different because 50 Cent only really supports Donald Trump because of tax cuts for the rich. I don't even think 50 Cent has a real opinion on any of this. I think he, you gotta remember, 50 Cent is a fire starter, dog. 50 Cent don't believe half of what he says. He doesn't, probably doesn't even care to believe half of what he says. And again, I don't know, I don't, I don't know the man. No, that's true. Yeah. But he, he does, in theory, at least, according to his persona, care about his money. And yes. the reason he gave for supporting Trump was tax cuts for people making more than $400,000 a year. OK, take 50 aside. But with Ice Cube and Lil Wayne, they seem invested in this platinum plan thing. So here's my two problems. First of all, you're going to a liar and all he's giving you is his word. Lots. You're taking this plan to a liar and you're going, hey, can you do this thing? Like they really should have done this two years ago so that they could have seen if he was going to enact the plan in any capacity or not. And secondly, this, a lot of people are getting duped on the prison reform stuff. Like Trump has exonerated less people than Obama did. Dude, he exonerated like 200 people from jail. Trump did. And less than 50 of them were black. And he's, when he puts that stat out, it's like, he exonerated to, and that's still less people. I think Obama exonerated a thousand. So it's like, Oof. yeah. So this whole thing of Trump got a lot of mileage off of that one photo with Kim Kardashian and the lady who deserved to be exonerated. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that Trump is wrong for exonerating those people. I'm saying he's getting too much credit for not exonerating enough people. I mean, anybody mm-hmm. who's in jail right now for marijuana shouldn't be in jail. Anybody who's in jail right now for political participation in the Black Panther movement shouldn't be in jail. Like there's thousands and thousands of people. If you're exonerating triple digits or less, I don't even want to hear about it as a voter. Like that should affect me, you know? Fair. hundred percent. That's how I feel at least. No, I hear you. Um, And in response to that, right. I would say this, a couple of things that you said. And again, now this part of it deals with my bias, right? Because of who we're talking about. So, my annoyance comes more in the fact that, like you said, you know, you're going to go talk to a liar. Right. And when you say, well, why didn't they go before? Because Obama didn't have it this bad. I'm saying two you years ago with like, I mean, but even, going, even yeah. two years ago, look, in two, two years ago, you thought this motherfucker's only going to get to this year. It's going to be over anyway. Right. Yeah. And for all intents and purposes, however much we felt about Trump, how much we quote unquote hate Trump, detest him, all the whatever we can put on that, 
it wasn't something we actively thought about. He was the village idiot. We all knew he was stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like his stupid wasn't really killing anybody. Yeah, it had kids in cages. But you know how it is. We all use iPhones. Americans are yeah. willing to put blinders on for certain things. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you look at this situation because here's the part nobody's talking about. Think about how drastic it must be, how bad things must be. When you have two people, i.e. Ice Cube, i.e. Lil Wayne, stepping into an arena, did they honestly, honestly, that we both know, could care less about? You think, I think for one second, that Dwayne Michael Carter cares anything about the Republican Party? I don't think so. So if you think I think that Dwayne Michael Carter cares anything about politics. I, I'll stop right there and say, I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. Man's never showed any interest in politics for any, right? Yeah. So what I think happened here is similar to what you said about the um, somebody getting duped, right? I think he got duped. But again, my problem isn't with Wayne. I'm not mad at you for going to have a meeting with a liar. Wanna know why? Because I wasn't mad at Cardi B when she had her meeting with a liar. Yeah. So I'm saying what's good for the goose should be good for the gander, even if the man does support the guy, which I don't think he does. No, because that's not evident in that. the um tweet that he put out, right? But even if he did, we gonna now say he's not what we know him to be. We gonna destroy our legend. I agree with that. Because he went and had a meeting with somebody? Well, here's why, as a rapper, I think it hurts him a little bit. I don't think it knocks him down like a full peg, but I think it's half a peg, and here's why. Because part, I think of, it hurts him. part of being a rapper is affiliating yourself with the best, coolest brands, with the best, coolest persona. Like, that is a factor when you're a rapper. Like, the same way that Jay-Z gets a lot of mileage from knowing what the best paintings are and rapping about having the best paintings or the best watch or, you know, or his company tripling its net value, like all that side stuff, we all agree affects your status as a rapper. And mm -hmm. Ice Cube and Lil Wayne kind of both leveraged their brands in order to have a meeting that they thought, I, th I agree with you. I don't think he has any interest in politics, Democrat or, or Republican. I think he genuinely wants to help people. But when you affiliate yourself with a corny brand, A, and then B, you do it in a way that is going to fail spectacularly, spectacularly. Okay. Lil Wayne's going to fail that. It's going to, it's going to fail what? It's going to fail how I said <laughs> It's going to fail at the level of me trying to say that word. It's but... going to fail spectacularly. Oh, you nailed it. You just made me look bad. <laughs> I can you master the list at certain points. <laughs> so either Trump doesn't get reelected and it was all for nothing or Trump gets elected. And that's worse because then he just he dupes you. He doesn't do the platinum plan. Like, do you believe right. for any moment that Trump is going to disproportionately invest in the black community if he gets another term dog here's the thing that we're not talking about here's the question that nobody's even asked because ice cube answered this question but you know little wayne little wayne is from new orleans 
And dog, if you know anybody from New Orleans, I got some family that's down there. I They're not yeah. good. They're, and I'm not speaking for all of them, but by and large, they are not good, especially like the dudes down there, are not good at fully explaining their intent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You 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 spent time down there. Mm-hmm. The guys down there do not like they'll tell you what they did. You know what I'm saying? Once they go into it, it's into explaining it, they get to jumbling the words. You know what I mean? And they get to getting frustrated. And the reason I bring that up is because I remember when Ice Cube met with Trump and Ice Cube said it out loud. He said, yo, I tried to meet with Biden and Biden's whole team was like, nah, we're going to wait till after the election. So things that I would want to know just as a fan, right? Because again, I, my fandom isn't swayed either way. Wayne is still the best rapper alive, according to him. It's still in my top three. <laughs> This doesn't change that. I just want to know if he did reach out to the Biden people to have a meeting as well. And if they turned them down and if they didn't, because if he reached out to them, then that makes this a much clearer picture for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that shows the motives of the artists. But I truly do think that we, first of all, I'm certain the man in the Gryffindor because of who I like to believe homie is. And I could be wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could be wrong. Who I like to believe homie is and from the history that I've seen and considering the fact that it took up to this year, right? Something happened this year to make Wayne go back and redo his Kobe Bryant song, which is a staple from his mixtapes. He redid that song and added in Black Lives Matter, right? Black Lives Matter facts, as a matter of fact, was one of the closing bars on that song. And if you remember a couple of years ago, when Wayne was interviewed about Black Lives Matter, the lady that interviewed him agitated the shit out the man. And he said, man, fuck all that. I don't know what that means. It kind of sounds silly, right? He thought that was just some shit that she was saying, Black Lives Matter. He claimed he had never heard of it, right? Only then to get everybody named Mother shat upon the man. And then he explained, yo, you got to take into account, I shot myself. And a white cop came in, took me to the hospital and that saved my life. That perspective right there was like, oh, okay, so that makes sense. And then he went on to say that when I didn't say the, when it happened the first time, when I got, the, when he got interviewed, he said, look, it was tight. She had me in a corner, asked me, should I want to answer? But as far as Black Lives Matter, I see what y'all mean. You know what I mean? So we're talking about somebody that grew. And I think out of that growth is what sent them to the fucking White House. Yeah. So I I think that's what sent them to the White House. I think it's somebody that truly meant to help. And here's and this is the point I meant to get to early. And by the way, I'm sort of Wayne Gryffindor. Um, But I think something that we forget is that Y'all, Twitter is not the Bible. Twitter is not your God. You have eyes. You understand word meaning and context. So let's talk about procedure right quick. When you go to meet somebody, and not to say that I've met anybody, but there's going to be times if you're an entertainer where you go meet people 
and you think you just showing up for one kind of thing, right? Because you would ask yourself the question like, yo, if these motherfuckers is going in to meet this man, why are they all coming out with the same pictures and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. All Wayne told you is that he had a good meeting. Twitter's trends told you that he endorsed Donald Trump. Yeah, of course he never did. You get what I'm saying? A hundred percent. So we're standing here degrading one of our legends, one of our living legends. And what's funny is if you go on Lil Wayne's comments to see the people that are legit hurt. I ain't see this many people hurt when Eminem did that freestyle against Trump a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. People are heartbroken, dog. It's, it's actually <laughs> sad to see. And they're heartbroken based off a lie. Yeah. There's nowhere anywhere where you see endorse Trump 2020. 50 said that. You don't yeah. see that nowhere, Wayne. And Steve Harvey has already told y'all what's hap- what happens when you go up there for a meeting. You go up there for a meeting, they take a picture of you, and then they exploit the shit out you later. Mm-hmm. And nobody's talking about the fact that we just let Twitter do that. If I was Wayne, I'd sue. Even if you told the truth. But you don't know that I endorse this man yeah no nothing about that tweet is an endorsement it's the reflection of a meeting the language in there if you want to talk about the language i can understand that but that's only because you don't like anything that's not negative about the president it's not a wayne thing you don't point your guns at somebody for taking a meeting got to get out of that now the flip side of that is well nico is there isn't there some people that you feel no dog No, no, there isn't. Because every single person that I act like I look up to took those meetings. The fact that Malcolm X met with the Klan and Malcolm X is definitely one of my heroes. He met with the Klan. The KKK. Yeah. Shit that Trump's father and all them people were in that day. Were they in the hoods during the meeting? Hmm? Do, do you think that they had the hoods on during the meeting or I think I think they're so um, incorrigible that that could have been the case. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. No, I mean, and s- same with like Alex Haley, even interviewing like the Klan and that kind of stuff. Oprah having yeah. them on her show. Yeah, no, I think that the demonization of the meeting itself well, the treating of the meeting like the endorsement is that's treating like the meeting status. like an endorsement is crazy. It, but yeah. what hurts me more than anything is that, bro, you talking about something I actively watch. I'm a Wayne yeah. fan. I'm a Wayne stan. Yes, yeah, I'm in the comments, dog. Anybody like me, you can go to any popular Lil Wayne song that's been released in the last like five years. You, if you follow me, you'll see my face pop up in that YouTube thread, yelling at Eminem fans to shut the fuck up when they talk <laughs> about Wayne, right? But there are people that are in those comments, like, you know, when this man goes, when he passes away, they're gonna be talking about how great the bars were, blah 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 blah. Oh, thank you for doing so much over the years, all that shit, and to see them turn on a dime because the man took a meeting. First of all, Wayne's been to jail. So if he took a meeting about prison reform, that's something that's right up his alley. Yeah. He's actually been there. If you read, if you ever read, cared to read his book, you can see that he went through a lot when he was in jail. If you listen to his music, you tell he went through a lot in jail. Before jail, Wayne wasn't talking about suicide. 
Then he came back from prison. And you get songs like Open Letter. Mm-hmm. Freedom was my girl until they fucking took her. How all his bars damn near became murder bars after he spent time behind bars. And that flip on bars isn't an old to Lil Wayne. I'm just good like that. <laughs> but my point being, that's something that he would show up to talk for and speak about. And if he reached out to the Biden campaign and they didn't want to meet, then what? Is he still a coon in all these other words? This same guy who put out the song Georgia Bush? The same guy in Tie My Hands, the Carter Three, when he said, um, and they wonder why black people still voting something, 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 because your president's still choking. I'm from New Orleans. Some people still floating. Mm-hmm. Come on, fam. So again, that hive mind shit. I know Trump scares people, okay? Scares me. I know he's depressing. He depresses me. And look, I'm not really talking, and I and I, I, I hate how this is going to sound, right? But I'm not really talking to white people in this part of everything I'm saying right now. I'm talking to black people because we're talking about our own, no matter what, okay? All this dis- disregarding each other for what we support politically, that shit has to stop. Just because of the simple fact that Okay, dog. Political affiliations aside, that's one of our greats. Yeah. No matter what, they ain't giving up their greats. Donald Trump is crazy, maniacal, murderous. He's all those things. But guess what? He's the president of the United States. That means somebody voted for him. And they morals weren't brought up to stuff. You think I think Wayne voted in the last election? I don't. I don't think he got up early on election day. I don't think he's going to get up early on this election day. But I think something made him care enough to go in there and talk to this man about prison reform. Now, if somebody lies to you, I don't know who you should blame more. The person that lied or the person that got lied to. Yeah, I'm not mad at a kid for showing up to school with a gun. I'm mad that he knew where to get the gun from. And then when you find out this is parents' guns, like, oh, well, we need to talk to the parents too. Because mm-hmm. you chose to come here and shoot somebody. But in a case like this, where from all, for all we know, the if the way Ice Cube talked about it and whatever, if it makes sense, the way Steve Harvey, Ice Cube have explained it is that Somebody reached out. Can we have a meeting? Let's talk. And these non-political people got together their best ideas for the community that they love. And they went to speak on that. And then after they went to speak on that, they tried to tell their people, hey, I'm going to speak on it. And this is what they said. That does not a coon make. Yeah. When you uh, mentioned um, New Orleans and like the New Orleans factor, so for my experience, like one thing, another trait that I saw with people in New Orleans that is relevant here is that they assume the best in people, like sometimes to yeah. a fault. And I think that that's a big part of what happened here. Like, so you had yes. Lil Wayne and Gryffindor. I had him in Ravenclaw and I mm. actually would move him off of this and I would move mm. him to Hufflepuff mm. because I think that 
it does this doesn't speak to his character and it doesn't no, speak not at to all. his heart, but it does speak to his perceptiveness, which has always been an Achilles heel for him. I mean, if you're like like yes. I listen to Lil Wayne's radio show on YouTube and he recently had Birdman on and they're chopping it up talking about doing another like Father Like Son too. And it's like, Wayne, this guy probably like if we were to count the money that's in his bank account that should be in yours. It should be in Wayne's hundreds million? of millions. Yeah. It's like it's over two hundred million. It's a big number. Wayne sued him, only sued him for like fifty-one million. And I think he got that. Dude. So Wayne's Achilles heel has always been perceptiveness. And like Bro, yeah. you, not only are you right, it, it, you beat me to it because I was going, I ain't I just was trying to figure out a good spot to cut you off. Because I was <laughs> gonna say, Mr. Brian Williams. The man was with young money until he realized, I mean, cash money. I'm sorry. Young money is Wayne. Support everything young money. Cash money. When he was on cash money, he looked around in like 2008 and was like, hold on. Okay, so I got $200 million, but I feel like I should have $275 million. What's going on? Yeah. That's after years and years of not being paid right. So getting duped. He was on Khaled's show talking about how, you I know. Mean- if Trump had a record label, it would probably be called Cash Money. It would be like, Cash. There are parallels there. <laughs> there, I mean, I look. No, I the only I'm thing I was hoping Birdman. was that I'm, Wayne showed up with two cups and Trump took a sip out of it. That's <laughs> all I was hoping. Like, if you going, if you going to have a meeting with the president, have a meeting with the president. Make him drink some of your shit. Yeah, <laughs> we need a photo op of Trump just smoking some fucking. I mean. I don't know who Wayne gets his weed from because New Orleans Jacool. doesn't have the best weed. He's probably getting it through the it's his of weed. Miami. It's, yeah. He has his own strain. It's called Jakula. I haven't tried it yet. I hear it's oh, supposed yeah? to be good. Well, yeah, I haven't tried it yet, though. Well, it, it clearly fucks with your perception a little too much. It definitely, like, this weed that he's smoking, if you have paranoia, it goes out the window because that is a situation where you need your paranoia when you're in the White I th- House. I think that guy's weed is a lot stronger than weed. <laughs> it's, probably, <laughs> it's probably so much shit in there. You know what's funny? Is it might not be as much shit in there as I think because he raps about like a lot of drugs, but he's also like medically incapable of taking the shit he's still talking about taking. Yeah. That man's kidneys is fucked up. And the, what, but the only thing that I was upset about was that homie looked like the flea from Mucha Lucha. That's what made me upset. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on, fam. You, what, why do you look so much like the flea? Let me, let me find a picture of the flea from Mucha Lucha. So I'm going to, I'm going to, while you're finding that, I'm going to talk about why I'd move him from Ravenclaw to Hufflepuff. Because Please. to me, this was like the most Hufflepuff move ever to meet with the, quote unquote leader of America to be like, hey, uh, great picture. God, he does look exactly like that. You found them? Yeah, Max got him. So to go from, to, to basically go, hey, if I tell this guy Trump about how bad prisons are based on my own personal experience, maybe he'll make a change to go, hey, Donald Trump, you know, if I, if I take a photo with you, are you going to commit to investing more in disenfranchisement. It's going to be great. We're going to have the <laughs> best prisons, the best, the best prisons. Oh my God. You won't believe the prisons. They're going to look like apartments. Oh my God. <laughs> That's pretty good. Have you worked? Yeah, not that? bad, right? Yeah. 
I got to um, figure a way to make the voice flatter, but you're getting there. So I just think that it's like Wayne got duped by him. It's like Wayne should have, he should have known better. I mean, what came out of that Steve Harvey meeting? Has anything changed? The man probably knew better, bro. And probably thought the same thing that Steve Harvey probably thought the same thing that Ice Cube definitely thought. I've done enough in this community for my questions, not my questions, for my people. How you say, for my actions not to be questioned like this. I don't mind you questioning the man's actions. My only problem that I've had when it was Steve Harvey, Ice Cube, or any of these people is that we throw them away. White people do not throw Donald Trump away. That does not happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That does not happen. That this ownership and making an island of the man, which should happen considering what he does, doesn't happen. As far as I know about Lil Wayne, right? The negatives, because you know that's what people going to throw it. I'm probably going to get an Instagram this week. Oh, he's a drug addict. All five of his fucking kids know their father. And from what I understand, he's a more than great dad to five mm-hmm. kids. And all types of baby moms, right? Mm-hmm. That drug addict has a work ethic that's so legendary that I, I don't even know if I can fuck with it. Man yeah. locked himself in a studio for three years and made over a thousand tracks. And he did that for you. All the money, all the other shit. He put out free mixtape after free mixtape after free mixtape mix for you. So to see 30 years 30 of a person who legit says, I don't really know nothing about the money. That stuff just kind of shows up. I've been doing this since I was young. So there's a lot that I don't know. All I know is my my music and how he lives his life. Right. Mm -hmm. We're throwing little Wayne away. Now we're canceling little Wayne now. After all you motherfuckers, nah, I ain't going to say all you motherfuckers. After all we've been through with the guy, somebody that you met that came out when they were 12 years old, who's now going on 40. Somebody that's been with a lot of the population for about that long, grew you up, taught you some of the ways that you think, some of the sharp shit that you say. Some of the, so there's some bars that he has after all in regular life. The fact that we rushed to tear him down like that. Oh, and he ain't even the greatest rapper. Blah, blah, blah. What are you talking? What? <laughs> it's that part of it that bothered me. Yeah. Because you didn't have that same energy for Donald Trump. I mean, the people that we need to have that energy for are people who see this photo of Trump and Lil Wayne, and now they're going to vote for Trump. Like, that's the kind of person where you go, look, you got to think more critically. There's a lot I, more. Go- I, yeah. I only think there's like 18 people that feel that way. Right? I agree with you about that. That's an, definitely. I'm saying more for the young and not even the young, bro. I've seen it happening everywhere. I even put it on um my, um and this, a young lady I'm going to be talking to tomorrow, as a matter of fact. We want to try to get to the bottom of the, um just the motions behind it all. But I couldn't fathom. No, let me not say I couldn't fathom. I completely understood why they got angry. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't understand the whole, like, oh, remove him from his space and history. Oh, he ain't ours anymore. This nigga's a coon. Nah, dog. And we got to stop using that word when it don't match. 
Mm-hmm. We got to stop using that word when it don't match. Cause that's the type of thing that if you would have said, if you say that type, if you say that word, if I didn't have anything to lose, or if I was my grandfather, we'd cut your throat for some shit like that. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's not something that you can just go around calling people. And if you met little Wayne, I, I'll remind you, the man's from New Orleans, Louisiana. He might cut your throat for calling him a coon in his face or get somebody close to him to cut your throat. Yeah. And I'm not Don't mad at him for having the meeting. I am I'm a little mad, mad for the meeting. For... I'm mad, like you said, I'm mad more that you didn't know what was going to happen after yeah. you told the people about the meeting. You should have just and, met the stupid motherfucker. And do it two, three years ago so you can see if Trump's going to push it in his, like, while he's president. Don't do it right before an election because yeah. a you don't get to see if there's any follow through behind it and b it affects mm-hmm. people's you know perception of the election right my and my and my thing is this it's on the side of the populace right and we're gonna let max come in because he took his mic off so i'm prepared for mm-hmm. a good max hot take we're gonna start calling those that max's hot takes um mm-hmm. I'm not mad at the people for responding, but I think if they would have done a little research, they could have responded better. Because I think this one should have been exactly what I wanted it to be, which was, okay, you slipped up. You didn't fuck up. Because I think that your intentions were good, Wayne. Now, if you actually endorse this motherfucker, well, then guess what, man? Still one of my favorites. You still inspired my next special. And I'll just say that you look like the flea as many times as possible. Until you get the goddamn point. But if you do endorse the man, guess what? I don't even think that's a cancelable offense. I would call you stupid and blind as hell, right? But I don't think that's the case at all. I think the man took a meeting and I think he wasn't strategic. Or better yet, you know what else? I think somebody on his team got fired because I don't believe for one second Wayne posted that picture. Oh, for sure. A team member did that. And again, it's like, yo, who do you have around you, dog? Dude, rappers, if any rappers are listening, if you're going to meet with Trump, have a blunt in your mouth at all times so they can't take a photo. <laughs> that's how you should have That's how you should have met Trump. As soon as he came out with the camera, hold on. Because <laughs> it's legal in D.C. What are you going to say to you? I mean, if you're going to have... And your, when did this thing happen? Because get- don't Trump still have COVID? Yeah, that's a good point. And Wayne doesn't have the best immune system in hip hop. At all. At all. And if he kills one. Oh. Man, if he did that, he might lose Louisiana. <laughs> Yo, what if that's his last shit? I could. <laughs> I'm going to get the Martian. I mean, the last album was called Funeral. You know what? And his last album was called Funeral. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. Oh, but if please it happened, no. that better be the only way it happened. Yeah, if just so and you know why I say that, and this is one of those horrible things, and I swear I really hope this doesn't happen. But with the year 2020 has been who knows. Yeah. If Wayne was to contract COVID and die, the only thing I'd get out of that outside of like very, very rough sadness would be I would get to watch the people that were like basically saying, Oh, well, you know, you went from being a goat to being blah blah blah. You would watch all those fickle ass people have to go back and apologize. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or you would have to watch them eat their words. And when I and the reason that I'm even mentioning that is because I remember when Chadwick Bozeman came out and he put up that picture. You know, just share the picture, just share the picture, regular, right? And he was so skinny. And people were in his comments calling him Crack Panther. Crack Panther. 
Yeah. Oh, you look sick, blah, 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 laughing at him, right? Next thing you know, the picture comes down. Now, here we are a year later, and we find out that the man at the time had stage four cancer and had people that called themselves his fans in the time when he was probably more vulnerable than he's ever been up until that point. And his fans came out and called them crack panther what wayne said uh something 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 they don't appreciate you been down since day one and met nothing on day two that's how they treat motherfuckers dog mm-hmm. been down since day one it means nothing on day two these people do something as little as move different chadwick shared a picture of himself man those same people that called him Crack Panther. Oh, oh, I can't believe he was going through. That's exactly what he was going through. Yeah. Still made movies in time for you. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying Wayne is benevolent in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but I am saying we as a populace and how we treat our, how we treat our stars, we, we need to treat, we need to treat them better and understand that. Opinions aren't monolithic, dog. Stop letting your opinions make you uh, make you a different type of person than what you would be normally. Yeah. And I get everybody that says, hey, I, if even meeting with that person is bullshit. Well, guess what, fam? You American. I'm American. And then to be American, that means you have to put up with a certain level of bullshit. The man is currently and unfortunately the person and the thing we call the president of the United States. I hope that won't be the case very soon, but he's what we call the president, right? So that means he's the person that would have to be met with, unfortunately. Yeah. Moving forward, what's going to happen when we need those meetings to happen? We're going to tell people just not to show up. I'm more mad that it's been rappers that's talking to this man more than Nancy Pelosi seems like she's talking to him. Yeah. The, the fuck is going on, man? Max, I'm sorry. I've been ranting for like 40 minutes. I should be asleep right now. <laughs> what do you want to say, bro? Max, oh, hot take, y'all. Well, I think what also makes it tough, and I think people are getting roped together more. I think it's started with Kanye. And I think now there's just this narrative of like rappers supporting Trump, even if most of them aren't really supporting him. And I think, I don't know who it was. I, we should double check this, but I think it was like Little Pump or someone actually like yeah, it was Trump. Lil yeah. Pump did for the same reason Fifty did. Yeah, but, but then Fifty, but then Fifty took it back. Fifty was just like actually fuck Trump. I never liked him. Yeah, because um, Fifty was fucking around. But I knew Fifty was fucking around. Fifty is um. Go ahead, Maxie. I'll get in with you. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think we've talked about this before. It's just that it's like, if it was anyone else, if it was like, if the little Wayne met with like George W. Bush, it probably wouldn't have meant as much. I think it's just because Trump's so corrosive that it's just even like being seen near him or taking a picture with him is seen as an endorsement. But yeah. I mean, even if, uh, even when, like when it seemed like Ice Cube was endorsing him, which he's taking it back, uh, it's like, I'm not going to not listen to G-Unit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just because Ice Cube endorsed them, it would make sense that you wouldn't stop listening to G Unit. Yeah. <laughs> what? Now, if you yeah. stop listening to NWA, 
Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> right. But that's it's, the thing. It's I but I also like um will watch movies still that were made by like terrible people. Yeah. So it's like if I'm willing to watch a movie of someone who did like a heinous crime, I'm not gonna yeah. stop listening to someone's music just because they endorse someone I don't like. That would be a weird but, bar. And just for the record, Wayne didn't endorse any goddamn. And thing. Wayne didn't. I'm not talking about Wayne. And neither did like, Ice Cube. Neither did Ice Cube really. Um, I probably won't be listening to Little Pump, but I wasn't really listening to Little Pump. I wasn't listening to Little Pump regardless. I'm mad we even talking about Little Pump in the same conversation as the original Little outside of Richard. There's yeah. a there's a couple of Little Lizzle. Pump songs I like. <laughs> I like the one with Kanye, but that's like that's oh, like, that he's that kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love that song. Yeah, that shit was trash. D Rose is fun. Never, <laughs> ever mentioned that. Never mentioned that squib in the same same breath as we mentioned our legends. I'm tired of this. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, last thing though, if uh, if Trump did give COVID to Lil Wayne. The one good thing that will come out of that mm-hmm. is Trump would finally get to be like Lincoln. You know how he wants to be like Lincoln so bad? Well, he could oh, be man. just like Lincoln when he's getting assassinated by Mac Main. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mac Main will take him out over weed. So we'll Dude, see. If, if Trump if, got Lil Wayne sick from something else other than um, scissor, then it's over. Mac, Mac May will be driving an armored car to Washington right now. Uh, armored Bugatti straight through the <laughs> gates, bro. <laughs> With Wayne's dreads on the... <laughs> on the uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, dog. And Pusha uh, T came out. They, they said Pusha T had said something, and I got really offended because I, I, I certain things you just wait for. It's like, okay, so Lil Wayne going to get memed up today. <sighs> I bet you Pusha T going to have a diss waiting because, you know, they have their thing. Well, Pusha, thing, Pusha T has a thing with Wayne that I don't think Wayne wants to um, push with him. No pun intended. <laughs> Anyhow, that's been our sorting. Will, what's next, buddy? What are we talking about? So we have one political thing and one non-political thing. What do you want to go to first? Both Let's very positive. Non-political. Okay. Uh what do you do? You have a problem with either of these, and if so, which do you have a bigger problem with? Harry not being able to do the Crucio charm or Crucio curse, or Harry not being in, like them not being able to do the Imperious curse on Harry. What's a bigger? What's like a bigger discrepancy? The fact that this Imperious curse doesn't affect him, or that he's not able to do the Crucio curse. I um I didn't know that Harry had that ability. I didn't know he knew how to ward off the Imperious curse because I thought he was weak when it came to occlumency and stuff like that. So I never even I never even I never knew that you legit broke some news to me. <laughs> um, I think it's more it's more insane though that he wasn't able to perform the Cruciatus curse. Because you would think that Harry would have an anger that he would be able to tap into, right? Not even as based mm-hmm. off Voldemort, but just like a, you know, that kid that was under the stairs. You know what I'm saying? That had to sleep in a cupboard that had his cousin jumping on the stairs, knocking sawdust into his face. You would think that that child, and look, dog, 
I wasn't Harry growing up by any means, right? But I had my own struggles and they shaped me in a certain way. And there's certain things that I overreact to that I didn't see present with um, Harry, right? And this is something that I thought of literally just now as I'm thinking about this. Probably one of the reasons why those um, emotions didn't come out is because J.K. Rowling was writing for a young teenage boy, but not ever being a young teenage boy. There's a lot of anger reactions that, you know, she probably wouldn't pick up Mm. on just going through and writing the story for the character who himself isn't necessarily angry, but Harry isn't the most positive, straightforward, happy-go-lucky character either. He's somewhere in the middle. And I think the Crucio curse is also right there in the middle. And I think it gets out a lot of what I would have wanted to see from Harry as far as like, I wanted to see Harry straddle that line between good and evil a lot more often than he did. And I think the Crucio curse would have been a good way for that. The fact that he couldn't do it made no sense. You have Voldemort in you, which means that should have been like your first word is baby. And two, (laughs) you have the, Harry has the background that he should be able to get that curse off. Yeah, I agree. Think about all the abuse, bro. He can't channel that into anything. That didn't surface into a spell. He didn't create his own. So that kind of that kind of thing I found to be a little bit off-putting. And for that reason, I'm gonna go him not being able to perform the Cruciatus curse is a bit more of a um it's, it's a, a bit more of like a WTF for me. Because for if sure. nothing else, you would have thought that moment when Bellatrix killed Sirius that he would have been able to let loose. And it would have been better, personally, in my opinion, if, okay, he can't do it, and J.K. Rowling would have explained why. Like, there was a particular reason that Harry himself couldn't do it. Yeah. So, that's my thoughts. What's your thing? No, I I 100% agree with you. I think that the fact that he does Sectum Sempra at a later point in the series, I mean, I guess he doesn't know what that spell is going to do when he does it, but he does have that rage in him. And I think it is a disconnect. I, I a hundred percent, I didn't even think about the, just the thing of JK never being a teenage boy and not understanding like the capacity for anger that a boy in Harry's situation would have. As if you've, to- if you've never been a teenage boy who doesn't have his own privacy, like you, and you get, it's three yeah. dudes for this podcast. You know exactly what I mean. You're adolescent. You don't have your own privacy in what's supposed to be your home. And if you're Harry, you don't even have a home. So all the space that you would have had to just jerk off and get rid of those evils, (laughs) right? Harry never had that. And Harry going through puberty while also being magical, dog. (laughs) Well, he did have the prefect bathroom by that point, though, and the room of requirement, right? True, so, fair enough, but I'm talking about that young, like, <laughs> 10-year-old rage. Not that you're going through puberty at that time, but, well, shit, depending on who you are. Yeah. Um, but he also, I mean, he lost his parents. He just lost his other uh, father figure in Sirius. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely a rationale. Couldn't find a girlfriend? Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Harry should have been punching walls every class. Dude, Harry, Harry, of all people, at Hogwarts at that time, should have been able to do Crucio. I also think that 
the point you made about him not being good at occlumency, mm-hmm. that is a factor where I don't think he should be this prodigy in terms of resisting the Imperius curse. I think that yeah. it should have maybe like, yeah, there's probably some workaround they could have done where he gets out of the situation. But I mean, when Voldemort makes him bow in the graveyard, that's the Imperius curse and it works. But then at a later point, I forget what the time. Well, when who's Voldemort hypnotizing himself? That's a part of Harry or Harry's part of Harry. No, it's the Harry part of Harry when he does the Imperius in the graveyard. So he's able to resist the Imperio. When does he resist it? I'm, I'm looking up right now because I know he resisted it at a later point. I feel like it was with Bellatrix. It's um, all good. Even if it was with Bellatrix, that's still very high level. And again, the boy struggled in occlumency. So how can you do both? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Oh, it was in school when uh, when uh, Barty Crouch Jr. does it as Moody just to show them the Imperious Curse and Harry's able to resist it. And they say that people of strong will and fiercely independent spirit can are less susceptible to it but oh so what are they saying about arthur weasley then yeah man's a married man you mean to tell me that a married (laughs) man didn't master freedom of mind i.e ignore incoming words here with a flying car too with a flying (laughs) car man don't care about nothing dog (laughs) now do do we think that uh there's a link at all between the three unforgivable curses and the three deathly hollows. This was an idea I had just writing down the itinerary for today and stuff. I was Uh-oh, like, Oh, we getting back to the beginnings of the potterhood with real fun shit to talk about. Go ahead. Will Posner. <laughs> well, so I was thinking about it. I was like, are they, so Harry's the master of death. He's also the master of the curses. Crucio. He can't do imperious doesn't work on doesn't him and Avada Kedavra doesn't can't affect kill him apparently yeah so he none of those work on him and he's the master of all of the hollows are the hollows linked to the curses and if so and this is for Max as well what would be the links like which hollows are linked to which curses I mean jumping out at me is the invisibility Ooh, like that. the invisibility cloak and Avada Kedavra because invisibility cloak yeah go for it let me close on this segment. I'm going to make a run right quick. Max, you and uh, you and Will handle this for like five minutes, and I'll be right in with my thoughts. Cool. He's, you know, all that talk about uh, Harry not having girlfriends. Now Nico has to leave the room for five minutes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think that the cloak and, uh, and Avada Kedavra, there's a link there to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So the other, but I guess all of them are linked to death in some capacity because you got the, the ring, the gaunt ring that brings people back to life and you have, uh, the wand that can kill anybody. I don't know. What, what do you think, Max? Do you think that there's a link? Um, I would have starting off. I think. I would connect them maybe if it's like if they balance each other out. So I would actually put a Vodacadabra with um, the Resurrection Stone. Um, I think uh, put uh, well the cloak. 
with Imperius in a way, right? Because if somebody can't see you, they can't tell you what to do. Yeah, so I was going to say the cloak is like Imperius, and then I think the wand's Crucio. Yeah, because you can control... You, I mean, yeah, that's interesting, because the wand... Hmm. I don't know, though. I actually, now I'm thinking about it, I think that the wand is more like Imperius, because if you're... If you have this wand that can defeat everybody, then you can control everything, kind of like mm-hmm. Imperius. Uh, and I think that the ring is like uh, Crucio because if nobody can die, you're taking paint. Like if you're bringing people back to life, you're absolving, but you're bringing people back to life in that hollow capacity, remember? So yeah. it's not like they're fully back to life. So you're doing it selfishly. So if you're bringing people back to life selfishly, you're doing it to reduce your own pain. That's like the opposite of Crucio. And now yeah. I'm going back to the cloak as Avada Kedarva because the cloak if you can't, you know, if you can't be seen and you can't die. Yeah. So I think that's where I'm at, but I'm also not married okay. to the idea that I'm right about those connections. So I got, yeah, I got the ring as, uh, with Crucio. I got the, um, imperious. I got linked to the elder wand because if you are the most powerful person in the room by far, then you control the room. And that's about yeah. control. Like the elder wand isn't necessarily about hurting people. It's about control. Like Dumbledore doesn't hurt people with it. He just controls the dynamic with it. Right. So that's like Fair. Yeah. The the elder wand is weird, dog. The, the whole Deathly Hallows thing is kind of awkward when you think about it, because it's like, how is Grindelwald defeated if that's not possible? Yeah. Did Dumbledore pull his pants down? Like, what did you do to distract this man? Because you're not supposed to lose a duel with the Elder Wand. You're supposed to lose, like, trickery or something. I think wasn't the um, brother that was killed. He was killed in his sleep, wasn't he? Yeah, they took the wand in his sleep. So I I, I really do wonder how Dumbledore got that thing. But, bro, I agree with you on a couple things that you mentioned. I wanted to contest um, the... I wanted to switch the Elder Wand, though, and the Invisibility Cloak in your example, right? Until you explain. But because that was my initial, I'm going to go with that anyway. So I would definitely say the ring was the Cruciatus Curse, right? Just because of what it did to Dumbledore. It makes you look. And unlike unlike the um, unlike the Cruciatus Curse, it's not going to torture you right there in that moment. No, it's going to be slow. It's going to mm-hmm. be slow. And then you die. You know what I'm saying? So I 100% agree with you in the ring. On the cloak, I see the cloak more as the imperious um, curse because you're in control, right? You're putting this cloak on to be invisible. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you're actively doing just as if you were actually controlling somebody. Having that cloak, you're actively defeating death. Right. By making us invisible, just like you would have to actively take control over somebody's mind. So for those reasons, I'm putting on the cloak and the imperious curse is congruent. And then the last one. I would definitely make the elder wand and Avada Kedavra. Wait, no. Is that how it goes? So I said the ring would be Cruciatus. The cloak would be Imperius. Yeah. And um, the Avada Kedavra would be the Elder Wand because 
that that's the gun, bro. That's the gun. That's the gun that you're pulling. Did I use all three? I'm asking you, Max. Yeah, I think so. I used I, um, I told Will this. I'll tell you what mine were. I thought Shoot. that um, I put a Vodagadavro with the uh, the Resurrection Stone. Resurrection Stone. That's the one I forgot. The Resurrection Stone. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I put a Vodagadavro with the Resurrection Stone too. Because those bounce each other out, so it's like one kills, one kind of brings back. One brings death. you to life. And then I thought um, the uh, the invisibility cloak. Uh, I agreed with that being imperious because I think yeah. it's, um, it's like uh, it's to be con- to try to control someone versus to like not be seen by anyone. Um, and then I think the wand being the most powerful wand gives it the most powerful like spell that doesn't actually kill. And it's like yeah. the one that hurts the most. So I thought that the elder wand was uh, crucial. Got you. Fair enough. Fair enough. And it almost, you know what? There's a good argument to be made for the elder one being crucial because it almost tortures you with your own power. Yeah. You get drunk, you get drunk off of having power. And, and you know what? That's one of the things that we don't talk about. Everybody that had the elder one kind of failed, right? When you look at it and you see Grindelwald failed, Voldemort failed, Dumbledore failed, Harry Potter failed as a father, but he had to get the Elder Wand and then realize, yo, I can't keep this. Nobody that's ever had the Elder Wand stayed and nobody had that had the Elder Wand was successful. So 100%, Max, you might have swayed me. I, I'll concede to you on that. I think Max has the most right list of um three of us. Yeah, okay. Yeah, man. He, tell him what you said, Max. Just give give him a quick rundown. What's what? He he, he knows what I said, but I'll I'll do it one more time. The the uh, Avada Kedavra being the resurrection stone, the invisibility cloak being uh what is it? Uh, Imperious, and then the Elder Wand being Crucio. Okay, cool. I, I like that one a lot, dog. And I basically just came up with the stone being um shit. I forget what I had the stone as. I know I had the Elder Wand as the Avada Kedavra. I had the cloak. Mm-mm-mm. I nope, think I had, had the cloak as Imperious too. Yep, cloak was Imperious. Um, Avada Kedavra was the wand. Yeah, and then the and stone then, is Crucio. There you go. <laughs> My God. Cool. Great. No, I, I felt. I was really interested in uh, if there was a link there. I think that we established like a lot of different links between the two. So do we think that JK did that on purpose? Um, probably, but who, who's to, whoever really knows, man, in, <laughs> in reading work, I, t- I tell you, I tell you guys all the time, I'm big into one piece now. And I think, um, having started this podcast, I gained a lot more respect for JK Rowling right just as an author what she really put out because before we dived into this podcast like a year ago i i know how big harry potter is but it's seldom that you get to see its effect right it's one thing to go something's cool then to actually see how massive it is and when you realize that hey this podcast is three independent comedians and thanks to the best fan base on earth as far as Harry Potter podcasts are concerned and considering the fact we had best Harry Potter podcast out and don't at me bitch. Cause I believe every word I just said, <laughs> um, 
we pull down what a couple thousand downloads every week yeah right? like 10 it's three basic unknowns because it's um this um ocean of a fan base is so deep right getting to appreciate others artists work in this regard fiction man her and Ichiro Oda, I think Ichiro Oda's edging out, but the world building that she does in mm-hmm. Harry Potter is amazing. The character building in certain characters is amazing. And again, after earlier, okay, so let's do a what if you wrote it. What if you wrote it? How would Harry's temperament be the last two years he spent in Hogwarts. I'll start. Okay. So, first of all, when he goes against Draco, Draco's not the person that he would unleash the second Semper curse on. It's just not. Because I felt like that spell was way too drastic and way too useful to only be used on Draco and never used again. That makes no sense to me. All the opponents that Harry fought and that they were going against in the stakes, you didn't use second Semper to, I don't know, slice an arm maybe cut some ropes, that type of shit. Mm. It didn't come up once. You didn't teach it to Ron or Hermione that might have used it, because I know Ron definitely would have used it. There's been a lot of slashed up people, right? <laughs> but see, if I would have wrote it, I would have wrote it in a way where they would have wanted to go back for stuff like that, right? But I think there's a lot of context that I'd be taking out of the original story that Harry, Ron, and Hermione are all like, like what? maybe 14, 15, and they're nice people who would probably rather not kill a person or do great harm. But um, if I wrote it, Harry would be a lot more, um, not that he would be quick to the trigger, but he wouldn't pull the trigger on his classmates and then not pull the trigger on actual Death Eaters. Agreed. I agree with that for sure. What might have been cool is if he actually... Uh, after like Snape kills Dumbledore, if he used it on Snape, and then he learns that Snape has a way to reverse it, like on himself immediately. Yes, hundred percent. How about you, Will? I I actually just thought about how they foreshadow Snape being the Half Blood Prince. So how J- I say they, J.K. Rowling, brilliantly foreshadowed that because he immediately identifies it when Harry uses it on Malfoy. And uh-huh. just that reveal, that might be one of the best reveals in the whole series where he's like, where Harry uses, uh, I'm trying to look up what curse he uses on Snape and then Harry figures out. It was Sectum Semper that he uses and then Harry. I think so, out. yeah. And then Snape turned around and was like, oh, so you trying to use my own shit on me? Yeah, huh? exactly. <laughs> Snape uh, talks shit to Harry like I talk shit in video games. Oh, so you want to use my own shit against me, huh? Well, guess what? I am the Half-Blood Prince. (laughs) House on fire, you trolley along your merry way. But I agree with you that I think that my Harry would be a little bit more vindictive. He'd be a little bit more like John Wick. Like, later in the series when he has to invade the Ministry of Magic and he sees Dolores Umbridge, he's cutting her throat. (laughs) I don't know yeah, how he's like doing a couple it. people should have just got snatched, man. The fact that only the Death Eaters are kidnapping people is crazy. I mean, Dolores Umbridge surviving the series is just J.K. Rowling trying to keep like a PG rating on it. Cause Fair. Man, so well, she, I wonder what a rated R Harry Potter movie would look like. 
Yeah, there's a lot more. This the right movie. Money. That's what it would look like. Yeah, it, at least for the war. Like certain, there's certain franchises where it's like, come on, now you grew us up. Show us the war. Show us, show us the war the proper way. Yeah, I mean, it would probably look the the violence would look more like Game of Thrones violence. That would be one. You mean Game of Thrones violence would look a lot like Harry Potter violence if they did it right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and uh, I guess my my Harry Potter probably snaps more at Hermione. Like Harry unleashes a lot on Ron. Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't fair. Really, you know, like he never really. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like maybe Harry and Hermione just have a, a great relation. Maybe their relationship is just way better than his relationship with Ron. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Harry and Hermione always seem to work through their issues in a really mature way. But then maybe Ron's just the problem. Now that I'm thinking of it, maybe Ron is the issue. Maybe cause... Ron, you and Mia Jackson have a lot to talk about next time she gets to come on the pod. Yo. <laughs> yeah, well, last time sure. we had a guest, y'all. Uh, probably like a month ago. Uh, okay, well, fuck them. I'll give it another month. <laughs> no, I got I got someone coming on. I got a couple people coming on soon. Uh, I ain't approved none of these people. Fuck that. Ain't nobody coming on if Max ain't approved them yet. <laughs> Max, who you got coming on? You know? Um, we didn't get it like set up, but we still need to talk to uh, Natalie Cuomo. I don't gotta do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can try yeah, to get on that today. Um, okay. Well, we yeah. approaching the hour and what? Probably 15 that we've been recording, Maxi? Yeah. Probably just a little over an hour, yeah. Okay. So, well, what do you say, bro? You want to rap? Sure, I can. Whatever you want to do. Shit, let's rap this whole. I ain't been to bed. Okay. Um. So, I had... I didn't know that we were going to do the first 40 really going into the deep end with the Lil Wayne Trump thing. So I have, I have a really uh, heavy sorting for the end. Are you cool with that? I mean, this is the part of the podcast. Will. if I wasn't cool with it, that'd be weird. We we can keep this. We can keep this fast and aggressive because I know that like, this is going to elicit some emotions for sure. Uh, so we are going to be sorting uh, on the one hand, Kenneth Walker, and on the other hand, John Mattingly, who's the poli- So Kenneth Walker, if people don't know, is the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor. And John Mattingly is the ex-cop who is suing him for emotional distress. What did you just say? Yeah, man. Yeah. So what John, did you Madding- say? John Mattingly is the piece of shit ex-cop in the Brianna Taylor murder who is suing Brianna Taylor's boyfriend. What's his name? Kenneth Walker. And I hey. want to include Kenneth Walker. So there's an opportunity for some positivity here so that this isn't like just, you know. Yeah. Okay. Like I want to sort Kenneth Walker. So there's an opportunity for positivity as well. Okay, so okay now Kenneth Walker is the boyfriend of Brianna Taylor. Who I want to sort. Yeah, I want to sort that gentleman into um Saint Mungo's because no 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 no, no. Kenneth Walker is the boyfriend of Brianna Taylor. I heard you. 
Okay. And the reason why I want to sort him into St. Mungo's is because I can't imagine the pain. Oh, I can't I imagine it. I can't imagine the pain of having watched your girlfriend get shot to death and not get medical help from officers, then have to go through the day to day of living with those images in your mind. Then look, man, when I was a couple years ago, I saw a man fall into the train tracks and electrocute himself to death. I see that shit in my sleep sometimes. It wakes me up out of sleep. Sometimes he saw his girlfriend. Somebody that he actually has a mental and physical connection with, somebody that he has love for, killed in front of him, where he only tried to protect her. And I think that, look, this is a big case. This is something that's in the news all the time. Her injustice is in the news all the time. It's words that you hear over and over and over and over and over again. And the fact, give me, give me this piece of shit's name. John Mattingly. John Mattingly. John Mattingly, I hope if you within the sound of my voice that you have the worst life possible. I hope everybody that you meet helps make your life even worse than it was the moment before you met them. Because you're going to sue that man. And this is the thing that I don't think y'all understand. And will ah, let me go on and get ready to say what I'm about to say. And I ain't been asleep yet. So I, I will um, retain no responsibility for the next words that I say. Um <clears throat> John Mattingly, you said his name was? Mm-hmm. John Mattingly, I hope that they beat the dog shit out of you, and I hope they do it Mattingly. I hope whoever gets their hands on you, I hope they stomp you out, and I hope they don't stop stomping you out. I hope they treat you with the same level of care that you treated Breonna Taylor with. That's what I hope. In fact, I lay down and pray for shit like that. I really do, because I think that's the only way to get these people the people that are actually responsible for all this upheaval in trouble yeah i think that's the only way i think that's the only way john maddingly needs to be in every his face needs to be in every single supermarket in whatever state that they're in so he can't get food it needs to be in every bank that that that's in that town so he can't withdraw money that's how it needs to be so if the man ain't going to be in prison and can't nobody put their hands on him because we all about peace and all that shit, fine. Make his life a living hell. There's a way to kill people while they're alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I 100%. Uh, I mean, I feel the exact same way. It's so fucking sickening because so he's the suing them could be that sick. That's the same level of sickness that George Zimmerman has going around this country mm-hmm. signing uh, hoodies and fucking Skittles. Oh, and by the way, just in case anybody doesn't know, George Zimmerman is a um, fat man who killed a teenager here in this country by the name of Trayvon Martin. Got away with it. And it's such a piece of garbage that he goes around signing hoodies and Skittles, which was the last thing the 17 year old Trayvon Martin was wearing and eating when he killed him. And this is the type of disregard that they have for black Americans in this country. This is the type of disregard where shit like that is even allowed that this cop can even sue this man whose girlfriend he killed for emotional distress. Man, the only reason you should be able to the only way he should be able to sue that man is if that man goes and kills his girlfriend. Then we can talk. Yeah. How are you going? Okay, so this is like where you go. You're going to sue him for emotional distress. So. This guy, 
John Mattingly took a job of being a police officer, went into the house of a person who was innocent of everything, started shooting. The other person shot back, which is legal in Kentucky because of the standard ground law in that state. Even the strictest. And that's the, I mean, that's the that's the whole basis of this lawsuit. Like this is a way for them to harass Kenneth Walker, who I would say is like to me a textbook Gryffindor because a he defended his house against basically like 11 people. Yes. It's like 11 people went in with guns and he shot back to protect his girlfriend. Death eaters went into the home. Yes. Okay. Death eat. No, I'm sorry. Death bringers went into the home. Yeah. Death bringers went into the home. And in order to prevent death, Kenneth did what's legal in his state to do to prevent death. And, and you're suing him after killing an innocent EMT. Yeah. I mean, dude, so imagine you should be shot. Yeah, it's like the most un-American thing. With Madison, with Madison, I don't, I don't mean with guns <laughs> or anything crazy like that. What are y'all talking no, about? Why you, y'all looking mean at me weird? He should go to rehabilitative therapy and see the. He error should in go to ways. rehabilitative therapy with Smith and Wesson. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the that's the therapist's name, Smith Wesson. So this she's is, actually very nice. This is the most un-American thing to me for him to sue because if you look at what Kenneth Walker did, so he. He had the he has the right to bear arms. Walker ain't do anything. Yeah. So he he legally owns a gun, which is like we all agree is or which this guy would believe is like an American right. A lot of people think it's American right. I can see the case for owning a gun being an American right, whatever, whatever. So he has a gun. He shoots at people who are invading his home, which is an an American like. Yeah. And invading it illegally. Yes. And then, and this is the part that makes me the most mad. Part of the lawsuit is that Kenneth Walker is talking about his experiences, which creates emotional distress for John Maddenly. So now you're telling people. Hey, John Maddenly. Hey, John Maddenly. Does John Maddenly have kids? I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, because see, and, and this is why I, I like to stay away from topics like this, but since, you know, it was brought to me. Yeah. I keep bringing myself to the same scenario in my head. What if it were me? Because these people look like I do, dog. You know what I'm saying? And it could be yeah. me. Who knows? Maybe you might have to do an episode of Potterhood by yourself one day because of the way these motherfuckers are acting. Who knows? But I hope not. I, I hope not too, God forbid. But I say that to say this. The way I speak on this, and and because see, here's the handcuffs, right? I'm, I'm, I'm about to tell y'all what the handcuffs are. The handcuffs and what puts the grays in my ample head of hair is that you get so mad sometimes that you almost feel like you want to cry, right? You don't want to cry. You don't, it's not tears of sadness that you feel. It's pure anger, pure anger. And you can't even, you can't, you aren't even allowed to speak on the imaginative shit you would like to see happen to these assholes. You know what I'm saying? Because people are at like, you all of a sudden now have this network that you can get stuff like that. I am a comedian who's harmless. Yeah. John Mattingly, if it were me, let me tell you something. You would have to sue me for a lot more than emotional distress. 
you would have to sue me for a lot more because it would cost a lot more than some emotional distress. The people of Kentucky, because he desecrated the position of a police officer, thus putting every single quote unquote good cop in danger with his actions. I think y'all need to make his life a living hell. And let's go through the steps on how you do that. Number one, no justice, no peace. <laughs> and y'all keep thinking that by that we mean protest. Nah, y'all, change it up. There's a supermarket in your town. Make it so that that motherfucker's face is everywhere. You don't got to find out where you live. You don't got to keep pulling up on them. They ain't going to do that, but make you mad and want to run into this house. And if y'all ain't going to run into this house, ain't no need to be by his house. But go put his face up. Make him famous. Go to a couple towns over, put his face up. Make him famous. So when he show up to eat, nah, you can't eat here. When he show up to buy food, nah, brother, <laughs> you can't eat here. You don't have to drive 45 minutes to get your meals, bitch. If he has kids, I ain't for bullying, but <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, no, fuck that. Keep it in. And you want to know why? Because I was playing when I said edit it out. And you want to know why I say keep it in? Because when Eric, not Eric Gartner, um, but yeah, Eric Gartner, when George Floyd's daughter goes to school, Every year, her dad's tape is going to get played. She ain't going to get no peace. She ain't yeah. going to get no peace. Wherever Breonna tells mom goes, she's going to have to answer questions. So I want that cop to have to go through that same exact shit. Not the losing their kid part. No, 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 because we aren't animals yeah. like this fucking animal. I don't want you to go through that. I don't want your kid to get um, shot or none of that. No, 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 no. But I want your child to know how trash you are. What's his name? John Mattingly. John Maddenly, I want your child to know how trash you are. I want your kid to know that. I want them to know how in your deepest, in your deepest moments, you're a parasite. And it's almost laughable that we're giving you this much attention on our platform because you're beneath us. Yeah. No, you're you know what I'm saying? Beneath, like, you can't even. He, really no, 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 bro. People like this are beneath words. They don't deserve yeah. it. They only deserve action. But because they're not worth the freedom of the people that would act, there's a better way to handle it. Make this motherfucker famous, y'all. If you were in Kentucky, man, I wish I was able to get through April to make the money I could have made. I'd send y'all pictures of this motherfucker to go play, <laughs> paste around Kentucky. If I had 20,000, I'd spend all 20,000 of it on it. Yeah. No, because these people get to kill us and be anonymous, bro. Or to kill somebody and then try to claim victimhood. And that's the thing for and me. Try to be the fucking victim. Where it's like. If this, if this man went to you, if, if somebody went to John Madden mother's house and shot her 10 fucking times and she was asleep and then went, to, I need y'all to pay me because <laughs> the, his his father, who was dead when I shot his mother, he keeps talking about how sad he is. I just wanted <laughs> yeah, to show exactly. up and murder somebody. I'm a fucking cop. That comes with that comes with the badge. I should be able to walk into that person's house and murder them in cold blood. What do you mean I can't? I mean, think about that. He's saying that if 
he shoots you or shoots your friend. Yeah. And you don't have the right to talk about it. You I mean, don't it's the most un-American right thing. Like, feel away. Yeah. Again, but again, bro, again, think about what that's really saying. Think about the country that we in. Think about what that's really saying. And the reason that I get so amped about this, number one, I even know it's important. That. Number two, this shit is important because they do it in front of you motherfuckers every single fucking day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You think they show you black people on television like that for no fucking reason? Impossible. You'll never see this many white kids get hit, yelled at, scorned as much as you do us getting shot and murdered on fucking TV. Every week, they'll show you a new video of a new black person getting shot. And this is how fucked up, how fucked up it is, bro. They'll put on the video. You'll see the man falling. You'll hear the gunshots ringing, but they'll cut out the curse words. Yeah. Yeah. That's how comfortable you are. And when I say you, I mean person you listening to this podcast right now. You, you. That's how comfortable you are <laughs> with what they do to us. And really, because if you don't look like us, you might think, oh, what they do to black people? Nah, stupid. What they do to civilians, because I will remind you. The two kids Kyle Rittenhouse killed, <laughs> those weren't black kids, baby. Them's were white children, which means this type of behavior is allowed on civilians. But because the media is only showing it happening to black people, you seem to think that you, this might not affect you. <laughs> till they at your house or till it's your kid or till it's your family. So I hope people think about that. But if you're in Kentucky and what's the man's name again? John Mattingly. John Mattingly. John Mattingly. I hope everybody that you hold dear isn't here tomorrow when you wake up. I hope they've all escaped you. Yeah. I hope they've all escaped you and I hope they've left you to go find better people to be around. If you have children, I hope your children find heroes in anyone else but you, because you, my friend, are a coward. And I'm sorry, I take that back. I called you my friend. However, not only are you not my friend, you wouldn't be worthy of sharing the same air that I breathe. You fucking molecule. <sighs> Nothing yeah, no. would make me happier than to hear that this man died. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And I don't say that with hatred. I'm, I'm telling you this as calmly as I could ask you for the time. Well, he's like a cancerous thing. He's like, he represents an idea that is cancerous, which the idea is like that the A, the cops can do no wrong, and B, that the emotional distress of a white person is above the life of a black person. Let, and both let, of those let, ideas let, let, let need me, to be gone. Let me say this, right? Because I agree with what you say, bro. I agree with everything you just said. But just because for the sake of how these conversations go and for the sake of the person that's listening to this for fragile ears, just he, he, hear me out for a second. Right. And I swear this will be the last thing I see. Yeah. <laughs> Is this last thing going to be another 15 minutes? Look y'all honestly. And funny enough, we spent so much time talking about um, Wayne in the beginning, or I spent so much time talking about Wayne in the beginning, but this is another lyric that I'm going to butcher, but he said something along the lines is um, either and shoot me down or tie my hands at the end of the song. He's doing his um, and loses off the card of three. And he's talking about how, you know, don't get offended by anything. I say this is just the epitome of my soul. 
right? Don't misconstrue my don't misconstrue my English for my meaning. When I say I hope everybody that this man loves is dead, I mean it just how I said it. I hope he wakes up and everybody that he cares about is dead. I don't want them killed or anything like that. No, 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 no. That's too good for somebody like him. When I say dead, I mean emotionally gone and detached from him being able to make any type of connection with the moving forward. That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I don't want, I do, I do not want this person to have a quality of life. I want them to have as small of a quality of life as they deserve for being a fucking murderer and for hiding the fact that they're a murderer behind some blue shirt and a fucking badge. Yeah, Cause you uh, see, okay. we don't get the, we, I don't get to do the math like that when it's people that I know that commit lesser crimes. You know what I mean? The kids that I grew up with, that ended up becoming murderers around this motherfucker. Guess what, bro? I don't get to go and tell the story about how nice they were. Nobody gives a fuck because you murdered somebody. And there was no there was no back and forth about it. There was nobody talking about emotional distress. You killed somebody and because you killed somebody. You got to get out of here. This man killed somebody. So he has to get out of here. The fact that you put on a certain color shirt doesn't change the fact that you're nothing but a civilian. Cop is a job title. Police officer is a job title. You can quit that shit. You can't quit being human. You can only die. Or if you're somebody like, what's the name again? John Mattingly. John Matt, I refuse to remember it because I don't want to acknowledge this shit as a person. But yeah. uh whatever Mattingly doesn't deserve to breathe your air because you're a non-murderous human being. Somebody like him should only be around people like themselves, other murderers. So if you're a cop and he's your partner, I consider you to be just that, another murderer. You're no longer a police officer. You're a fucking wolf in cops clothing. Mm-hmm. Anybody that goes forward to work with this man, any PD that would hire this man. So for me, I have no further words for you. All I'll say is we owe you no explanation. And whatever happens to you, if it's negative, oh, bro, I'm going to be the first one to throw the Instagram party. IG live. Yeah, yeah I'm saying? Nice. I'll be I'm playing second. all Little Wayne songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I I ain't been to sleep yet, y'all. You can't ask no, me this I, next question. I know this was a. I I wrote this down without knowing that you were gonna not be asleep at one a uh, one p.m. But uh, I don't know. It's just so important that we had to talk about it, and I think that we did a good job of talking about it. Um, to the you folks, can support him. I would, I would, I'm just going to say, I would sort him. I think he's like a kid at Durmstrang's who idolizes his Karkaroff mm-hmm. and is unwilling to just acknowledge, you know, oh, who you emulates talk- Karkaroff. And- you talking about the, um, the murderer? Yeah, the murderer. And I got Kenneth oh. Walker as a Gryffindor. Oh, like, I, I, like- I put, um, I put Kenneth in, um, I, I put him in St. Mungo's for everything that he has to deal with. If he, had, if he sure. has to go into a Hogwarts house, I would put the man in, I would put the man in Gryffindor, man. But either way, such a such a terrible situation, dog. And I, I don't even have words that can, you know, articulate my real feelings on what he must be going through. I can't imagine. Um, I only hope that him and her mom are close enough where they can hold each other. And I hope that brother, wherever you are, I know you might not ever listen to this podcast, but I hope to God that you don't let your sanity with all that's left of it shatter. 
And God yeah. damn it, if you do, it's okay. Whatever you do is 100% justified. You don't owe no explanation, dog, whatever and, it is. And I'll say that him continuing to speak on what happened, which is the thing he's being, you know, attacked for, it's heroic. Like, it's heroic for him to keep standing up and giving his account yes. of what happened. Because and it's horrific that somebody that's supposed to be of the <laughs> law would try to stand in your way of something like that. Yeah. It's horrific that somebody would kill your loved one and then tell you you're crying too much about it. It's horrific. And what's and even more horrific is that these motherfuckers want to tell me more about Kim Kardashian's fucking dad, who I gave a fuck about coming <laughs> back as a hologram to talk to this bitch or what he could recognize of her. Cause she didn't look like that when he died. See, this is why I don't get in these types of conversations when I'm tired. I hear you. Anyhow. Yeah. Well, you were saying words and I cut you off egregiously. I'm sorry. I'm muting myself. <laughs> Say what you were saying. Uh, my last thing is just that if anybody claims to support the Constitution, if your whole thing is the Constitution, then you have to support Kenneth Walker because we're only talking about two things here in regards to him. The right to bear arms, which is in the Constitution, and defend your house, which is in the Constitution, and the right to free speech, which is in the Constitution. So to me... If you're like this rabid constitution person, you better be supporting Kenneth Walker. Man, and if you and first of all, you better be supporting Kenneth Walker anyway if you even think about contacting me with any type yeah, of shit. Yeah, if you want to listen to this podcast, you better be supporting Kenneth Walker. You know what I'm saying? Just like, and and, and, you know, and guess what? If you don't if you don't, I don't mind losing you. Fuck off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Fuck off. If you think it's even kind of okay for somebody to kill somebody and then be mad at you for crying over your loved one that was killed, I have no words. Yeah. And I won't even entertain you. Because I'm telling you now, if it was one of mine, there would be no conversation. John, whatever the fuck Bro, is imagine, imagine Bellatrix suing Molly Weasley. I'm imagining it, dog. <laughs> skating up to the stand in them shoes she can't fit. Or Bellatrix's husband, the fucking Rodolphus. Rodolphus? Molly Weasley. Not Rodolphus! <laughs> <laughs> he banging at the Ministry of Magic Door. I want to... <laughs> Sound kind of like Martin Luther King. I apologize, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dog. If it if it were me, I would want that man dead in the in the worst way possible. Like I would be praying on that. So shout outs to Kenneth for not being that type of person for doing his best to keep it as peaceful to keep his tact. And I think it's I think it's horrific that even in times like this, you have to be so responsible. You yes. know what I mean? To know that the man can't publicly indulge in that. Ah, that he really wants to indulge in really, really gets to me because I know what that's like. Dog, it's so much shit I want to say about what I would love to see done to this motherfucker and all the shit I'm saying would, of course, be imaginary. But again, I'm not even allowed to do that or better yet, I don't think I'm allowed to do that because I'm worried about how you motherfuckers who don't understand black expression might react. You might take my expression as a threat when I've never hurt anyone. And that's the fucking burden. Well, part of the burden that we have to worry about walking around with the hue of our complexion. The worry is that we'll scare you motherfuckers to where you want to act 
tanks and they show up with signs.